0: All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 tyrants.
1: And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned about I hold to the book, the Bible as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us. This morning, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and top of the page, you'll see two videos there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can catch that up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area. On the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then uh, there's a Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and uh, join us in the chat over there. In fact, we're streaming live over on Rumble at SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, or excuse me, SonsOfLibertyRadio Live. Sorry about that. And then we're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page, uh, and DLive.TV at uh, the Sons of Liberty on DLive.TV. and I'm sorry, I was starting up the Before It's News. I forgot to start that one up. So <laughs> hopefully that's going. Uh, I just hit the button, so uh, maybe it didn't take. Yep, it did take. So <laughs> I'm changing off. Uh, Normal, normally what I don't do, uh, but yeah, be sure to be sure to do that. S- subscribe to those channels, and that way you always have a backup. But usually. You know, if you have a problem with whatever you're on, even my Facebook pages, who knows how long those are going to last. I mean, I'm surprised that they're even allowing them to go through. Uh, But uh, my Facebook pages obviously get, you know, a lot of people gathered there, too. And we appreciate your support on that. Um, Also, while you're at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, sign up for the newsletter. You get one a day. Uh, If you want the weekly ministry email, um, that's at SonsOfLibertyRadio, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Uh, and support us in that. And then if you agree with our message, there's a donate button at the top of of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, click on that to make a one-time donation, or you can become a son or daughter of liberty. This is our, our monthly partners that help us uh, stay out there doing what we're doing, and uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Really, we really do. Um, so uh, we also have our store, and our store this week, we're highlighting the resistance to tyranny is obedience to God coffee mugs. Um, they come in the inside of them are either red or blue. It has nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. Okay. Uh, but, uh, they're either red or blue on the inside with the uh, artwork that we have for our, our very popular t-shirts. Um, that's on the coffee mug. So if you, if you've been wanting one of those, they're normally $15. Um, you can get those this week for 15% off and use the promo code obey in the store. And that'll be through Saturday at midnight. So, Got a couple of days if you want to, you know, pick a couple of these up. Um, we're going to run that through Saturday uh, at midnight. Now, a couple of headlines, and then we're going to get into the topic today. Sons of Liberty Media.com report controlled opposition Sean Hannity floated a pardon for Hunter Biden to Trump. Now, to quote unquote heal, you know, from the what he called the January 6 riots. Uh huh. Sean Hannity. He's also the guy, uh, let me just show you, he's also the guy, these are his texts. He's sending this to, uh, um, you know, puppet mouthpiece Kaylee McEnany, right? She was Trump's mouthpiece. Everybody thinks she's so brilliant and this, that, and the other. She's in on it, too. Here's what Sean Handy says. Me, too. Eric and
0: Laura were great. Also, Jared. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Key now, no more crazy people. Who did you just make mention of? (laughs) Who did you just make mention of? Crazy people. And then he starts, no more stolen election talk.
0: And Trump was intrigued by the pardon idea for Hunter, about his laptop.
1: No, no, you don't make concessions with the enemy. You deal with the enemy and you bring justice upon their heads. That's You don't heal the land by letting the enemy off. I'm going to show you. Well, I didn't pull it up just yet, but I, I, I'm going to make mention of it. And one of those is in um, so a report that came out of uh, 60 Minutes Australia uh, about a whole trailer park full of pedophiles and sex offenders. And you're just always going to be dealing with that. Right, but this is Sean Hannity. Some of the "quote unquote" best that the conservative had. Right. Also, media dot com. World Economic Forum. Don't put your phone in your pocket. Put it in your body. <laughs> is this not what we've been hearing from this uh, Sodomite advisor to Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari? Yeah, that he wants to hack you. And I know it sounds cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we all could just walk around and magically call anybody we want just by thinking about it or saying dial this or that or the other, you know, without having to carry a device around and all this? Oh, it'd be kind of cool. Right. I'm not going to say it doesn't have its cool factor, but everybody knows exactly where that goes.
0: Total track, trace and control of you.
1: But that's what they want you to do. And they don't want you to have anything, and they want you to be happy with it. All right? Also, sonsoflibertymedia.com, what is despicable about Roe is that all the governments of men obeyed SCOTUS, not the law, but SCOTUS, a decision, an opinion, for 49 years while the pre-born were savagely butchered, and now these are the people waiting with bated breath to see if they'll just take it back. It's pretended law. It's pretended law. It isn't even. It
0: isn't even legislation. Congress never wrote a law on it.
1: And yet men are obeying it. And I'll tell you what, our forefathers were clear about this. Read the Declaration of Independence. They called it pretended legislation. Yeah, they wrote laws over there in England for the colonists, but they weren't real laws because they didn't conform to the law of God. And yet, Men have been obeying it for 49 years. How many millions of Americans and the American Holocaust, everybody wants to talk about what Stalin did and what, what Hitler did and millions of people and blah, 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 blah. We have our own Holocaust in America and it's been going on right under our noses and we've been tolerating it. We've been tolerating it. SonsLibertyMedia.com. He called America racist. Now he's in charge of our nukes. This is Lieutenant Gen- uh, General... Anthony Cotton, ladies from Daniel Greenfield here, man sentenced to five years in prison for visiting a barbershop too often. It was a place where they dealt drugs, but they had nothing on the guy. So lacking proof, the court relied on algorithms to see how often he came in and assumed he was committing a crime. Five years in prison for going to the barbershop too often. Mm Mm-hmm. See, this war on drugs, and some people say, well, they shouldn't have been dealing drugs. Well, they didn't prove that they dealt drugs. And the second thing is, when you get into this stuff of the war on drugs, it's just like the war on terror. It is nothing more than a tool to infringe on your liberties. I can't tell you how many stories we've had of cops going to the wrong house, shooting up the wrong people, terrorizing families over a plant okay, that God created. By the way, he said those seed-bearing
0: plants were good for food. That's what he said.
1: And and, and and the militarization of the cops is on that. And the whole drug cartel and all of that is based on the illegality of legitimate thing, some legitimate items that grow in creation while they allow the deadly poisons of big pharma which is the number 3 killer in America they allow that to go on and i'm going to i'm going to hit that when we talk about the red flag laws here in just a moment also two more remember 2008 another terrifying housing crash is now in progress and also the crash of the crypto apocalypse is here you know i saw yesterday uh, ran across something where you know crypto kind of bounced back a little bit there's been a a little bit of increase and i guess you know, if you're if your crypto coin is worth twenty-two thousand dollars and it jumps six percent, that's quite a big that's quite a big jump. Uh, but we we've seen some of that going on uh as well. Now, today
0: we're gonna talk red flag laws.
1: Just to let you know, uh, I spoke with David yesterday. So David's not gonna be on this week. Uh he's taking some time off, he's in a undisclosed location. Uh, getting away from the 5G and everything else, it's interesting when we have a conversation, our phone cuts out. We get to talk about a minute or two, our phone cuts out. We have to call back. We talk a minute or two, the phone cuts out. Uh, it's real interesting. So yesterday, he was completely on a, cell, on a cell tower. One bar, it was the clearest talk we've had, and I don't know how long, without interruption. It was really interesting, but um, he's had some people around his house and things, and so that's, that's somewhat of a problem. Anyway, pray for David. He's kind of recuperating, getting his body and, and everything back in order. He's just been, uh, been run down and things, so be in prayer for him. But today we're going to talk this red flag laws because these criminals, these traitors, they're traitors. Let's call them for what they are. They are selling us and our children out for political expediency.
0: That's what they're doing.
1: Now, I just I want to, I want you to get an idea of this, and I didn't get to pull up the specific. Um, I was I was going to bring up the um, er, the specific theirs uh, thing, and I I was pulling up so much stuff here before the show. And I had time because yes our wa- our hot water heater' is out again, uh they're sending parts today. it's got a lifetime warranty. we fixed it before we fixed it several times, uh and they're sending us some stuff, so it's just like not good for the brown household <laughs> to not have hot water uh, to use, but anyway, um, I had time to do this, and then i didn't I wasn't able to bring up the uh the actual report here, but just just stop and think. We know there's well over, at least reported, 20,000
0: uh, injuries or deaths following
1: the COVID shot. Okay? No, no, no. It is deaths. It is over 20,000 that's been reported that we know of. And that's in a year and a half. Okay? I want you to keep that number in mind. I think it's somewhere about twenty-two or 25,000, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I know I re I was a little redundant there. We call it a hot water heater. It is. It's a water heater. Thank you, Bethany. (laughs) So theirs has those things and I I didn't pull up the report, so I apologize. But I've showed it to you before. It was at least twenty five thousand here in the U.S. or twenty two thousand, something like that in the U.S. in a year and a half. Now, what are they pushing towards us? They're saying, oh, we've got to do something. About these mass shootings, and by the way, I saw that the video of the guy who did the shooting in Buffalo. Does anybody get the sense that that was like that Christchurch shooting? You remember that guy? I mean, it's almost identical. The guy puts on in all his you know military type garb. He's got his gun with writing all over it, just like the guy had in the Christ shooting um you know that took place or didn't take place whatever you whatever your thoughts are on that didn't it look almost identical to that i noticed when he was shooting people there was no blood i didn't see any blood in fact he's at one lady he'd already shot her she's still alive puts in his magazine takes a shot at her head there's no there's no disruption of the body there's no blood i, I mean the whole thing looks like Christchurch 2.0. That's
0: what it looks like to me. Nevertheless,
1: I want you to to you guys who are on the video platforms, you'll see this. But you guys on the radio, listen. This is from 1982 to 2022. This is from uh, Statista.com. These are the number of victims of mass shootings in the United States between 82 and June 2022. Okay. Now, the, the light blue, for those of you who are looking, these are the fatalities. The dark blue are the injuries. And you can see they're very small in number. I'm not, I'm not trying to justify anybody getting shot in any mass shooting. I'm not trying to justify any shooter. What I'm saying is, look at what they're focused on. And why are they focused on taking your guns with this right here? Because once your guns are gone... They're going to run roughshod over every individual in this country, okay? So, that's what they're looking to do. Now, this was also laid out at Time Magazine, and you can see the numbers here a little better. Um, You know, in 82, you had eight killed. In 84, 27. 86, 14. 87, 6. 88, 7. The next year, 13, 8. 32, 8. 22, 4. 5 five, 8 and you you go on up you got 99 you had 44 killed that that I guess that was a big year for them 2005 16 2006 18 2007 51 2008 16 2009 38 uh m- these that are under 10 I'm not even mentioning right now they're they but there there are every year has some uh 2011 18 67 in 2012, 31 in 2013, 17 in 2014, 46 in 2015, 71 in 2016, 117 in 2017. You get the idea, and I'm just going to scroll up here just so you see it. In 2021, 30, were killed, okay? So you're right. Knives and hammers and fists are more deadly, according to the FBI, than a rifle or a semi-automatic handgun. Um, now, I have to ask you a question. If you have that you know of in the United States, at least 22,000 people who have died following the COVID shot, why do we not have red flag laws for vaccines and shots and any medical um, drugs that are given out? Why do we not have that? Why is that not front and center? Why is, the tr- why is it being called safe and effective, but semi-automatic rifles and handguns are called deadly
0: and dangerous? Stop and think about that for just
1: a minute. What's doing more damage? And that's, the 22,000 isn't even including the hundreds of thousands in the year and a half that this stuff's been out that have been injured.
0: Where's the disconnect here? It's because they
1: want to kill you. That's the reason they want to take your guns. You don't believe me? Read a book by Stephen Halford. This is the father of the Stephen Halford we had on from Vax, uh, I think it was VaccinesandChristianity.org. It's called Gun Control in the Third Right. Go read that, and go look at what the Nazis were doing. It led to full on. No due process at all. And we're not talking about they took their guns, their truncheon, or their knife.
0: They just executed them in the street. Okay? Think about that for a second.
1: That's where they're driving this because they're already killing our babies or allowing the babies to be killed. Millions of them. They're wanting to take our guns. Why? Because they want to kill us. If they can't control us, they want to kill us. Let's just call it for what it is. Let's just pull the mask off of it and say what they want to do. What am I talking about they? I'm talking about the government that we've instituted that's supposed to represent us is now being controlled by outside foreign forces. And the people who are supposed to be our representatives, who are supposed to stand up for our rights, are succumbing and being bought off, and their
0: traitors are selling us out. And
1: why? They want to kill us. This is why you're hearing the whole talk coming out of the World Economic Forum about this kind of stuff. You know, what, what are we going to do with these worthless humans? Completely opposite of what the Creator tells us in the Scriptures. Tells us our souls are worth more than the whole world, and yet what is the world economic system? Nope. We've got all kinds of value and everything else, but you humans,
0: you're, you're worthless. Hmm. Hmm. I'd say humans, mankind,
1: are worth far more than what the World Economic Forum is. Jesus did not give his life for the World Economic Forum, but he did give his life for sinners. And these devils are deceiving people. And some people are, are so much about themselves that they will not see the obvious that is right in front of their face. So with that said, American, Fire, American Firearms Coalition, uh, I highly recommend you follow those guys or become a part of them rather than some of these other people. <laughs> these other Second Amendment groups, okay? Because they, they do the stuff. They really do the stuff. And these were a couple of things that came out uh, that, that we have. Um, McConnell, I support gun control. And this was a call for uh, from the American Firearms Coalition to stand against these red flag gun laws. They're already in, doing the framework up, okay? They followed up with Republican Benedict Arnold's Here's the guys, John Cornine, Tom Tillis, Roy Blunt, Richard Burr. All, you know, all these guys should know better. Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, no no surprise there. Lindsey Graham, no surprise there. He's a traitor anyway. He gives weapons. This guy gives weapons to jihadis, trying to justify it with his treasonous buddy Songbird McCain. But yet he wants to take your guns. What is wrong with the people in my country of South Carolina continuing to put this sodomite into, uh, into, the, into office? I just don't get it. Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Pat Toomey, every one of these guys should be lined up with the rest of them on a gallows in the public and hung for treason. For even this is conspiracy. If it's not treason, it's at least conspiracy to commit it against the people. And why do I say that? The Second Amendment is about the clearest amendment to the Constitution that we have. It can't get any more clear. Shall not be infringed unless somebody thinks you're a threat. Unless a court determines that you're dangerous. Unless blah, 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 blah.
0: By the way, you can call these guys. 202-224-3121. Tell them to oppose this stuff. That number is
1: 202-224-3121. Also, they followed up again the 10 Republican senators who cut a deal with the Democrats. Name them. Name them and shame them. And then get them out of office. Quit putting them in there. Okay? These guys should be citing Trump's snake poem because that's what they are, snakes. And if you continue to put them back in there, well, what are you expecting them to do
0: but bite you? Okay?
1: Some of this is frustrating to me because it's it's so clear. By the way, we've had uh, Dr. Edwin Vieira on several times on the show, specifically to talk about red red flag laws on one segment. And, um, you know, at that time, he said it virtually violates seven to eight of the first
0: uh, articles of the Bill of Rights.
1: And so that's part of that's part of the issue of what goes on there. Um, I want to bring this one up because to me, this goes hand in hand with what's going on here in the. Um, uh you know, what's going on with the red flag laws? Because the red flag laws are an undermining of the Fifth Amendment. For those of you who don't know what the Fifth Amendment is, I'm going to read it to you. No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a, presen- a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia. When in actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject to the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or what is that word? Property. That means firearms too, knives, explosives, whatever you've got that can be considered arms. You're not to be deprived of that without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. So here's the thing. What is the due process of law? It's that you've
0: committed a crime, right? Not that somebody thinks you might commit a crime, but that you've actually committed a crime. What are red flag laws? That's pre-crime.
1: Anybody remember Minority Report? That's pre-crime. That's thought police. That's Orwell 1984 kind of stuff.
0: Okay? Equilibrium. Brave New
1: World. Pick your, you know, dystopian novel that you want to pick out. That's what that is. It's not that you've actually committed a crime. It's that you might commit one. Now, how do you go through due process
0: over something you haven't even done how do you do that i mean there there is no way to make that
1: plausible, and yet people are responding emotionally. What have I told you here? I, you know I've seen it all the time. What happens when we respond to things emotionally? Well, we usually sin, don't we I mean that's usually what happens now. Who's the guy who really pitched this? Everybody wants to target these 10 guys, and rightfully so. Okay? Rightfully so, these these Republican senators. Strangely, they're silent on the guy some of them continue to support, even after he's pulled his mask off and shown you who he is. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about old Donnie. Loud due process, no one's rights are trampled, but the ability to go to court obtain an
0: order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons in the possession or of Or might individual. take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system. Because a lot of times, by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court, to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of firearms. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process. This
1: is the guy who took an oath. I didn't take the oath. Notice when I cite the Constitution, I'm citing it against them. They're the ones who are agreeing to it, and they don't do it. I'd rather just ignore the Fifth Amendment and do what I want to do. I want to take the guns. Well, anybody who looked at Parkland knew that that kid had all kinds of problems before. The sheriffs had been out to his house I don't know how many times, okay? They had plenty of times where he assaulted students and teachers that they could have arrested him and they could have put him through due process. Did they do that? Nope. And why didn't they do that? Because the same central government, it's not even a federal government anymore, it's a central government, is out there. Telling them, oh, we don't want to do this because we don't want to make this this county look bad and the school system look bad and blah 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 blah. That's their excuses. And so, what do they want to do? Well, they want to turn around and they want to attack the people. Let's take your guns first. We don't even have to have any legitimate thing. Somebody can just phone it in. Hey, uh, Tim Brown looks, like he's, you know, he's a little creepy. I hear him on that on that radio show, and he keeps talking about Constitution and the Bible and uh, how people ought to be held accountable for their. Their their you know actions and man he, he talks about yeah give them due process but boy they ought to be strung up uh, once they've been gone through that and they've been convicted and and no prison for them they ought they ought to be put to death
0: you ne- you need to check on that guy how about swatting his house this is what they want to do
1: and don't think it won't open it up if Trump's Justice Department would bribe the states to install red flag laws, which are unconstitutional. And I don't even, look, I don't even need the Supreme Court for this. But the fact of the matter is, the Supreme Court already ruled last year. They're unconstitutional. And these traitors are up there pushing it. Listen to this. This come. I've got uh, two reports here. Um, one comes from Libertas... And the other one from the Montana Daily Gazette. I'm going to read to you shortly here from the Montana Daily Gazette. Uh, This is, uh, I believe, I believe this is my friend Jim Jim White over there. Um, But anyway, here's what it says The Supreme Court ruled Monday that warrantless gun confiscation from Americans' homes is unconstitutional. Voting unanimously. How do you like them apples? Voting unanimously. On the side of a Rhode Island man whose firearms were taken by law enforcement without a warrant after his wife expressed concerns that he might have hurt himself, according to Coniglia versus Strom, a lower court had previously determined that police confiscating the guns without a warrant fell under the Fourth Amendment's community caretaking exception. What in the? Wa- Hang on a second. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that. What is this? Where, where, where is this community caretaking exception? But I want you to notice the court was unanimous, a vote of nine to zero. How often does that happen, especially dealing with a subject like this? Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the unanimous opinion for the Supreme Court, stating that law enforcement can execute, quote, many civic tasks in modern society, end quote. But there is, quote, not an open ended license to perform them anywhere, end quote, the very core of the Fourth Amendment is the right of a man to retreat into his own house and there be free from unreasonable search and seizure. Let me tell you something. This idea that you can somebody can anonymously give a tip and they can come take your property, they can come kidnap you or whatever they want to do based off of anonymity with no evidence is foreign to American government. It's foreign to, to biblical law. The Bible says that you're to have two or three witnesses, and they confirm the matter, and that is Old Testament as well as New Testament. And yet they're going they're going and taking people's kids. We've had people on the show. They're going and taking people's kids because somebody makes an anonymous call. Oh, I think somebody doesn't have heat. They're not taking care of their children, blah, blah, blah. You, you never get to face your real accuser. The state accuses you, but you, you don't know, they don't know what went on. They're just taking the word of some anonymous tip person. Frankly, we need to start logging who the anonymous tip person is and start dealing with them in the manner that the state wanted to deal with the family that they're calling in on when they're wrong. Why don't you try loving your neighbor and checking on your neighbor rather than tattling and snitching on your neighbor? That would be something to do, but yeah, here's those things. Now, here's the other part. This is a piece by um, CNN, the least trusted name in news. I know, I know. This came out on June the first. The guy they're they're teeing up for to run for the presidency, Ron DeSantis, and make no mistake, he's one of them. Doesn't matter what he says, he's one of them. Okay. By the way. Johnny's got me seeing all this stuff now. He's Roman Catholic, too. <laughs> okay? And you don't get in the position of governor or presidency without somebody giving you the nod. That's why I say, you people who think the military did something for Trump to get in, it's is just ridiculous. Why didn't they do it in 2020? Just asking. Just asking. This is from CNN. Florida's red flag law, which has not been repealed. Okay? Came in just before DeSantis took office in 2019. Florida's red flag law, championed by Republicans, is taking guns from thousands of people. (laughs) And you come down, and I hope I didn't lose my spot here, uh, but this this is the thing. The law has survived as the legislature has grown more conservative. And through the first term of Governor Ron DeSantis as a candidate in 2018, DeSantis said he opposed the gun restrictions in the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public Safety Act, telling one Florida newspaper he would have vetoed it. DeSantis, but he hasn't. He hasn't went and attacked it, has he? Nope. DeSantis has not publicly commented on the shooting in Uvalde, and his office did not respond when asked if the governor supports Florida's red flag law. Well, he does. He's not opposed to it.
0: He's not doing anything for his people to take back
1: their rights from these tyrants who have imposed upon them. He recently promised Florida would join other states that no longer require training or a permit to carry a firearm in public like Texas. Now, look, I don't think the state should require that. I think that's something that's the individual's responsibility, and I highly encourage it. If you buy a gun, you need to know how to use it. You have a right to own it. You have a right to have a knife. You have a right, as far as I'm concerned, you have a right to have a bazooka. You have a right to have a tank. Whatever you want, but you, ought, you have a
0: responsibility to learn how to use it.
1: And I don't think that's something the state imposes. I think that's something that you should do as a responsible person. Okay, But there it is. There it is. Supreme Court's already said it's illegal. The Second Amendment says it's illegal. And by the way, I don't care if they take away the Second Amendment or not. The fact of the matter is those are God-given rights, and no piece of paper infringes, takes away your rights. You still have them.
0: And I, I want people to get that through their heads. Because
1: some people, if they remove the Second Amendment for whatever reason, or they rewrite it, I want you to understand, your rights come from God. It doesn't come from D.C. It doesn't come from your state. It doesn't come from your mayor. It doesn't come from
0: your pastor. It comes from God.
1: So they can play with the words all they want to. Our rights come from our creator, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? John 1.1, 1, 1, he created all things visible
0: and invisible. Now,
1: where do these things come from? There's a, a great little piece over at Gunpowder Magazine by a guy by the name of um, uh, Michael Martin. And this was written back in 2019. And one of the things that Michael says is, uh, and he's very critical, again, of, of our center, to, just like I am. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina called critics of red flag laws libertarians. Yeah, well, go back and look at what a libertarian actually was at that
0: time. This would, this would be
1: basically where our founding fathers were. They wanted liberty. They weren't libertines. They were libertarians. There was a difference. And stated that the Second Amendment is not a suicide pact. (laughs) This from the guy who brought the Qatari Minister of Defense, uh, people who tied with them, the, the largest terrorist organization in the world that's funded by the U.S., by the way. He wanted to bring them here in South Carolina and build an air base. That sounds like a suicide pact to me. This is the guy who wanted to fund, train, and give arms to sworn enemies of America in Syria because, oh, Assad is such a bad guy. And he carried on the lies that CNN and the rest of them carried about what was going on in Syria, too. But he says Second Amendment is not a suicide pact. It's not meant to be a suicide pact, dummy. It's meant to be a protection to say, shut your mouth about this, because you have no authority to be speaking about it, nor writing legislation on it. That's what the Second Amendment is, Lindsay. Marco Rubio also just published a New York Times piece uh, pushing for bipartisan support, and Donald Trump has even reportedly considered implementing a social credit score system similar to the Chinese in order to determine who
0: can buy guns.
1: At the end of the day, are any of these proposals really so different from the radical leftists that want to take guns by federal confiscation or buyback? Nope, they're not. They just got a different political jersey on, and they speak a little bit different language, but in the end,
0: they're going the same place. Okay?
1: He goes on down here, and he says, he, he brings this up. Wait, there was a quote, I think, that I wanted to get from, well... Maybe it was down here um, that, that he had in here. It was great. Oh, this is it. He says, Machiavelli's insistence on armed citizenry and light exercise shows some resemblance to the later thought of Thomas Jefferson, who wrote to Peter Carr in 1785. Give about two hours every day to exercise. As to the species of ex- er, species of exercise, I advise the gun. While this gives a moderate exercise to the body, it gives boldness, enterprise, and independence to the mind. Let your gun, therefore, be the constant companion of your walks. He goes on and he says, even though common law in the English Bill of Rights in 1689 generally gave Englishmen the right uh, to have arms, all men were still subjects. The seeds for the concept of a creator-endowed right to bear arms were planted by Southern men like Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Richard Henry Lee, and George Mason. Washington and Mason formed the Fairfax County Militia Association in 1774, apart from the royal governor. Because these men felt threatened with the destruction of our civil rights and liberty. And by 1775, Mason had stated the, uh, stated the militia was necessary to protect our ancient laws and liberty. Amen. That's right. It was further required that each militia member keep one pound of gunpowder, four pounds of lead, one dozen gun flints, and a pair of bullet molds with a cartouche box and a powder horn and bag for balls. It was required of each militia member to have these things on hand. How do you like that? Anybody remember Kennesaw, Georgia? Safest place in America. Why? They mandated gun ownership in Kennesaw, Georgia. I got an article on this too. And when they implemented it, the crimes dropped. Murder was non-existent for years
0: in that city until there was a shooting. I think three people died. Guess where it happened? In a gun-free zone. It was a college.
1: That's where it happened. Now, did they leave it open for people who might have a you know an issue with their conscience? Yes, they let they said, hey, if you if you have a conscience, if you're a conscientious objector, you don't have to have the gun. But what it put the criminals on notice was, is you don't know who those conscientious objectors are, and I'd be doggone if I'm going in somebody's house and they might have a gun that they might take me out with because I wanted to steal their TV, right? See, it put the fear of God in them that they might meet that
0: god <laughs> in the process of trying to steal something of very little value from somebody.
1: Frankly, I think that ne- that needs to go nationwide. I think every county in our union ought to mandate gun ownership. Actually, When I think about it, boy, maybe I want to pull that back. I think it's a good idea because mandates require that they're making somebody buy something, and I don't want to do that. But I think it's a good idea for, let me put it this way, I think it's a good idea for every American to have a firearm and to be able to use it.
0: Okay? I think that's a really good idea. I don't think it should be mandated. I'm going to pull that one back.
1: Here's the other part. The Virginia Declaration of Rights in 1776, written by Mason, stated, quote, that a well-regulated militia composed of the body of the people trained to arms is the proper, natural, and safe defense of a free state, end quote. Good. That's exactly right. Jefferson, in a proposed draft of the Virginia Constitution, attempted to complete this thought by saying, quote, no free man shall be debarred the use of arms, end quote, and indicated the King of England for, or excuse me, indicted the King of England for keeping standing armies in the Declaration of Independence. North Carolina's Declaration of Rights in 1776 also stated that the people have a right to bear arms for the defense of the state. And if you remember, we talked a little bit about that the other day. I think when Johnny was on, we were making mention of that. I think that's when, when we made mention of it. Also. The um, One final example can be found in Richard Henry Lee's letters from the federal farmer, which indicated Lee's preference for armed citizenry. He said, It is true, the yeomanry of the country possesses or possess the lands, the weight of property, possess arms, and are too strong a body of men to be openly offended. Therefore, it is urged that men who shall govern will not dare pay any disrespect to their opinions." And um, he goes on to say the South was the cradle of gun ownership. It still is today. Check this out. According to 2019 number of registered weapons in the United States by state, most of the guns are in the South. Alabama has the highest percentage of gun permit holders uh, at 22%. Boy, I'm rethinking all of that kind of stuff. Uh, While Florida, Georgia and Texas each have over one million permit holders Why is the media in the United States condemning gun owners when our country has more guns than every other country in the world, but our nation does not even rank in the top 10 when it comes to deaths from gun violence? The whole issue becomes muddied when you consider that there are states like California, which has some of the strictest gun laws, but has seen 20 mass shootings since 1982 more than any other state. Chicago's like that too. Every week, every weekend, you get the news out of Chicago. 18 people were shot here. 64 people were shot here. You know, some of them die. Many are injured. I mean, it's a tragedy, but this is
0: the heart of man. And what do wicked men do? Well, they seek to infringe on the rights of the righteous, the lawful. And make no mistake about it, these 10 Republicans along with their Democrat, you know, WWE f- friends, they're wicked men. They're not righteous men, or they wouldn't be doing this. They're wicked men. The Bible's clear on this. Our problem is not guns. It's not. Our problem is the human heart. Men are deceitful. They deceive themselves. They delude themselves. Oh, if we just write another law, all will be well.
1: This is why I've recommended uh, tacticalcivics.com. Learn your duty. Why you have rights. Your rights, your, which are liberties or authorities, you have liberty and authority to do your duty before God.
0: That's that's what you have it for. It's not to just go out and do whatever you want. Now, if you're a believer and you're feeding on the Word of God,
1: the desires of your heart, whatever you want in that case, the Lord says he'll give them to you. But they're going to be his desires, right? Because you're listening to what he said. These men want to infringe on that. They want to take away your ability to love your neighbor as yourself by defending them in the face of somebody who wants to take their life
0: or their property. But we need to get this right. The keeping and bearing of arms is one, not only personal,
1: but it is community. Because the first part of the Second Amendment, and I've told you, anybody who's who's a Second Amendment group who doesn't express the need for the militia, you need to quit supporting those guys and support people who do.
0: Because the militia is necessary. What does that mean? (laughs) They're necessary
1: for the security of a free state. You don't have the individual right to keep and bear arms. You don't have the ability to be a part of a militia. Therefore, you don't have the ability to secure a free state.
0: Follow me? TacticalCivics.com
1: can give you the information that you need to understand that you probably haven't been taught just like I wasn't taught. And then to implement it, not in D.C., not at the state level, at your county level. And you can do that. You can do that. By the way, June 27th, I don't know what time, I'll be letting you know, I've been invited on a call from Georgia on um, tactical civics, what we're doing. I mean, we're not doing anything fancy. We're just educating right now. That's that's all we're doing. Um. But we'll be on there to talk about that. If you're interested in coming on, I'll let you know a little bit more about that. I, want, I may run over just a little bit. I'm not planning on taking too much, too long in all of this. But I do have a couple of other things that I want to, to bring out here. Our Second Amendment is very clear in what it says. But making mention of Ron DeSantis, and I, I'm only picking on Ron DeSantis here, and I am picking on him, okay, because he's just, he's like Trump. He's a snake. The guy says one thing with his mouth, and what he does is something else. But this this part right here has really doesn't have anything to do with DeSantis. It came before him. But this is this is a Florida. This is their constitution. I want you to, this is section eight of their constitution, the right to bear arms. And I want you to listen to how they write this stuff. The right of the people to keep and bear arms in defense of themselves and of the lawful authority of the state shall not be infringed, except That the manner of bearing arms may be regulated by law. Now, as soon as you say that right there, you just nullified everything that you said before. You really did. Because now you can regulate whatever weapons they have down to whatever you want them to be. Okay? Then it goes on to say, there shall be a mandatory period of three days, excluding weekends, illegal holidays between the purchase and delivery at retail of any handgun. For the purpose of this section, purchase means the transfer of money or other valuable consideration to the retailer and handgun means a firearm capable of being carried and used by one hand, such as a pistol or revolver. Holders of a concealed weapon permit as prescribed in Florida law shall not be subject to the provisions of this paragraph. And then it says the legislature shall enact legislation implementing subsection B of this section effective no later than December 31st, 1991, which shall provide that anyone violating the provisions of subsection B shall be guilty of a felony. And then it adds this restriction shall not apply to a trade in or of another handgun. So you can go in there and you can, you can trade a You can trade a handgun, but you can't buy one and it's... You, you can see the problem here. In South Carolina, our second, our uh, right of keeping bearing arms in our Constitution is the same one as the federal one. Same thing. But these guys have all these little provisions in there so it can sneak this stuff in on you. And I know other states do stuff like this, too. They bring that in and they, they sneak it in on this. Now we've got... Um, boy, I you know, it's just... I've got several things here. One, you know, I'd highly recommend people uh, that you read John Whitehead's article at sonslibertymedia.com. Red flagged nation, gun confiscation laws put a target on the back of every American. That's exactly what they do. Now they can have anonymous people make anonymous reports about whatever they want in order for you to be swatted, your house to be raided, your property be taken in clear violation of the Fifth Amendment.
0: And you heard the guy who was president
1: say, that's just fine with me. Let's get those guns out of their hands first thing. Doesn't matter if they're guilty or innocent. We'll do the due process stuff later and let them prove their innocence. That is not America. That's not American law. That is communism. That is a Marxist kind of thinking, folks. That's what it is. All right. We're out of time here. I'm gonna co- I'm gonna go over for just a couple of minutes. I'm not gonna take a long time. I promise. Uh, if you want to catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, media.com. and tomorrow's Friday, so we'll look and see what we got for tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, you can catch us SunCelebrityMedia.com for the rest of this. news.com. Talk to you on the other side. Want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio, and I'm just gonna make a couple of comments here. And this is out of this was the first uh, quote that John Whitehead gave in his um, article that I mentioned. This is from Ann Rand. Now, look, Ann Rand had her, had her own problems, okay? One of the things that I can at least appreciate about her is she lived through this stuff, and so she could see it. She knew what it was. She wasn't a Christian, but she could see the power of the state, and she lived through it. And here's what she said. We're fast approaching the stage of the ultimate inversion, the stage where the government is free to do anything it pleases, while the citizens may act only by permission. Hmm. But listen, which is the stage of the darkest periods of human history, the stage of rule by brute force.
0: We're dangerously close to that here in America. We're dangerously close to that. We
1: are already in a situation where people, just for protesting an, un- an unfair election, a stolen
0: election, have been imprisoned for a year and a half. They've been not, they've not been given due process. Their names have been run through the mud in the press. Some of them have died there. And by the way,
1: Lindsey Graham, guy behind red flag laws here, was also the same guy who stood on the on the Senate floor. And when NDAA was passed with its provision for indefinite detention, he sat there and justified it and said, you don't get an attorney. And when he was asked about it, and I used to have the video, I think I lost it on YouTube when they pulled my channel. It really ticks me off because it was a great one. It was a fish fry down here in South Carolina, and he was asked to explain that. And he goes, well, you know, if we find out that uh, you were... uh, Uh, working with al-Qaeda or you were trained with this jihadi camp or that and whatever else that was going on, well, then you fall under this terrorism things. Well, wait a minute, Lindsay. There's something called due process. Just because you say somebody is doing it doesn't mean they were doing it. Now, they might be. But that doesn't mean because you think it that you get to deprive
0: them of their rights and you get to be a tyrant over them. No, that's not what it means.
1: I'm afraid some of these guys are going to get a rude awakening because I sense, I really sense that America, sadly, has not had this solid biblical worldview being presented to its people in so long that when the people take action, it's going to be like the French Revolution. And I don't. Some people are thrilled about that. You know, they just want to get on
0: with all that. I cringe every time
1: I read something about the French Revolution. Because if people even suspected you that you were in league with the opposition, then
0: they went and cut your head off. Literally, they cut your head off. It it was just an anarchist chaos,
1: is what it was. And you reflect on what went on here. Preachers in the pulpit who were warning their people. You know, And some people love them, hate them. Chuck Baldwin, he informs his people. Praise God for a preacher who will say, this is wrong. And he'll point out these things within the culture and things that are going on. And he'll give the articles and he'll show this is what they're doing. And he lines it up with what he teaches the people the Bible says. Praise God for people like, you know,
0: pastors who'll do that. But our our
1: forefathers, the preachers we had back in the 17, early 1800s, even before that in the 1600s
0: here, those were the guys who made America great. The guys who came over before, set up the laws of the states, Those were the guys who made America great. They were citing
1: their laws based upon the Bible. They were explicit in that. And the preachers, they preached and they walked in it. How many of you guys got your pastor gets up in the pulpit, pulls out his his sidearm, lays it on the pulpit, or pulls out two of them, lays them on the pulpit, has got his rifle behind him, and he preaches to you? I don't think too many people have that. I think probably if I was pastoring a church, that I, I might just do that just for the uh, the visual effect of it. I think that's very
0: important. Firearms are tools; they are not our God. Our God is a consuming fire. He's not a firearm.
1: He's a consuming fire. And um, you know, I'd, I'd love to see men start doing that again
0: in the pulpit. Taking it up to that. Go back to 2020. Uh, excuse me. Uh, when, go back to the first part. A week ago. Not the first part. A week ago.
1: This is over at uh, Guns in the News. This, uh, my son, RC, runs this. and um, This is DOJ releases Biden gun confiscation order legislation. In May, Attorney General Merrick Garland told lawmakers that the Department of Justice's civil rights work was critical to protecting the American dream. Since then, DOJ has made clear that Garland's selective definitions of civil rights has no room for the Second Amendment or even basic due process under the law. Yes, because Merrick Garland is a criminal, just like Joey. He's a criminal, he's a traitor. I mean, again, this goes beyond just criminality. This is treason. This is more despicable than a simple crime. It's treason. It's a bitch. How do I say this? We ought to call him Judas. We ought to call all of these people Judas just to make it clear of what they're doing. They're
0: betraying the American people.
1: Moreover, contrary to recent messaging, Garland and the DOJ appear to support an increase in civilian police confrontations so long as the civilian involved is not actually suspected of having committed any crime. On June 7th, the DOJ released model state gun confiscation order legislation, sometimes referred to as extreme risk protection order, gun violence restraining order, or red flag legislation, Regarding of the marketing, such laws empower and the government to extinguish a person's second amendment rights and let, let, let's change that up. Second amendment protected rights. You don't get your rights from the Second Amendment, nor from the Constitution, nor from DC, nor from the state. I want to emphasize that. Because if the state can give you your rights, they can take them away. This was why it was so um interesting when, I don't know if you guys remember it, let's see if I can find it and throw it in the archive, but Chris Cuomo was interviewing Judge Roy Moore years back, and I think this was before, I think this was, yeah, it was, before, it was when he was, I think it was when he was running for whatever office he was running for at the time, I forget, was it U.S. Senate? Um, and Trump backed the rhino, just like he always does. He, he always, Trump always backs the rhino. You ever notice that? You ever notice that the people he puts in his cabinets are rhinos? They're they're retreads of big government and deep state people. Why? Because Trump's deep state.
0: Trump's deep state. I know he talks like he's not, but he, he lets it slip what he is.
1: And he's shown you by what he does. He's deep state. Chris Cuomo told Judge Roy Moore, George Roy Moore says our rights come from God. And Chris
0: goes, no, 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 they come from government.
1: One day Chris is going to figure it out. It might be too late for him. He's going to figure it out because he's been a useful idiot in all of this. And the useful idiots always get it first. They always get it first. Why? Because the people who've been using them know they are, they are uh, those who will turn their backs on, on their own people. And they're not going to let them live long enough to turn their backs on them. Just telling you, any of you people in the media, in the Mockingbird media, you think you're safe because you're saying what your puppet masters want you to say? You're not safe. You're not
0: safe. You're going to be one of the first ones lined up on the wall and shot. That's what history teaches us. Getting back to this little piece here,
1: he says, They released this uh, model state gun confiscation order legislation on June the 7th, sometimes referred to as extreme risk protection order, gun violence restraining order, or red flag legislation. Regardless of the marketing, such laws empower the government to extinguish a person's Second Amendment rights and confiscate their firearms without due process. Those subject to these orders are stripped of their rights without being convicted of any crime. See, it's a violation of the Fifth Amendment. I'm telling you. It, It... It's a violation of several of those, as I've said before. The First Amendment, because a lot of people go, well, he said this or he posted this on his Facebook page. He's a danger to us. How dare he talk about keeping government in the confines of the construct of the Constitution? How dare they talk about that? And if they have to use force to do it, Oh, that makes them even more dangerous. But it's perfect. They're perfectly okay with the boys in blue, the boys in brown, or the Fed coats coming in and using force, deadly force in many cases, to come in and confiscate people's property. They're perfectly fine with that because, hey, the media told us they were bad guys. The media told us they were terrorists. They're telling you this about this Patriot Front group. They're telling you that about the January 6th people. They're telling you about all these people who are supposedly terrorists, white supremacists, blah, 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 blah. And people who constantly feed on that stuff, suck it in, take it in, and spew it out to their friends who don't watch it. And even some of them are taken in by it. Yeah, and there's something too. Jeffrey mentioned a terrorist watch list. Let me me just address that for a second. A terrorist watch list is unconstitutional. It is depriving men and women of their rights to travel. And you say, oh, you're defending the Muslims. You know what? I don't care what your religious creed is. The Bible says that we're to love justice and mercy. If you got something on somebody that they're a danger in the fact that they are committing crimes or they have planned a crime and they're looking to carry it out, Then you go deal with them through due process, but you don't just stop and say, you can't do this or have that or fly this or whatever you want to do just because we put you on a list. Again, due process. It's a violation of the Fifth Amendment. The terror watch list is a violation of the Fifth Amendment. Now, if you've got it out to catch the person because they've committed a crime, fine. That's fine. And you want to bring them to to justice through due process, fine. Knock yourself out. But just to stop people from flying or obtaining a firearm or any of this stuff because you said, I think they're dangerous, is unconstitutional. It's immoral. It's unjust. And again, I don't care what the religion, creed, or whatever it is, skin color, any
0: of that stuff, all of that is wrong. Oh, Tim, you, you, just, want, you just want them to kill people. Is that what I said? I said it's unlawful.
1: See, we got to get it in our heads. This is not a Republican or Democrat a right or left, conservative, liberal. Pick your thing for your virtual reality that you live in. This is about lawful and lawless. Which side are you on? The law or the lawless? That's what you need to start asking yourself. That's how we need to start presenting things when we talk or when we write articles. And look, I've been guilty of it. I fall into that sometimes. This is, this is an area of repentance for me too. And I've seen it for some time. We've got to get the narrative straight. we got to start calling the people who are lawful, lawful, and the people who are lawless, lawless. As long as we keep calling them Republican, Democrat, concert, we lose sight of where we're focused on. We're people who are looking
0: to uphold the law. Why?
1: Because we don't want government doing what Ayn Rand said and becoming brute force against us. We've got to keep them in check.
0: And part of that is with our mouth. We've got to say the right things. This is why I'm opposed to calling the the sodomites gay. It takes the sting out of what they're doing.
1: We don't have other names, well, we do for some, but we don't have name, other names for a murderer, do we? And murder has a sting to it, doesn't it? Thief has a sting to it. But we've already started to manipulate it on things like those who um, commit adultery, don't we? We don't use the term adultery. No, no, no. They had an affair. See, that doesn't have the
0: sting of adultery. doesn't have the sting of adultery. We talk about premarital sex. We don't use fornication anymore, do we? It takes the sting out of it.
1: Those who lie and perjure themselves, a violation of the ninth commandment. We don't say you're a liar. We say he told some, some falsehoods or he told some untruths. See, that's a little smoother. It's a little easier. We've got to start calling these people who are engaged in what I've been bringing up today, traitors. That's what they are. There's one goal that they have. It isn't to stop gun violence.
0: It is to empower the state to use violence
1: against its people. That's what it's there for. That's exactly what it's there for. Um, I just want to make mention of this. And I'll have all these links up because there's just no way I can read all of this stuff. This this piece that I was reading off of is, is quite lengthy. Okay. Um, but I do want to bring bring you down to a couple of points of what this particular legislation has. Check this out. The Biden confiscation order legislation contemplates the confiscation of all firearms in a location which a respondent has access to, regardless of whether those firearms are owned by the respondent. hmm
0: So let's say they want to come after one of my boys. They're going to come in here and take my other boys' guns and mine and anybody else on my property. How is
1: that lawful? According to legislation... If the evidence presented at the hearing establishes probable cause that the respondent has access to a firearm on his or her person or in an identified place, the court shall concurrently issue a warrant authorizing a law enforcement agency to search the person of the respondent in any such place for firearms and to seize any firearm therein to which the respondent would have access. If the owner of a firearm seized pursuant to this subsection is a person other than the respondent, the owner may secure the prompt return of the firearm by providing an affidavit. So they're going to steal your property, violate the Fifth Amendment. They're going to steal your property, and then you got to jump through all kinds of hoops to get your property
0: back. That's what they're saying. I-, I mean, some people ask when is it appropriate to use a weapon when you got quote unquote law enforcement? acting criminally like this to come and take it. Well, we have a court order.
1: Yeah, but you didn't give anybody due process. This is part of what they're doing. They want to deprive you of due process. They want to do everything behind the scenes with your anonymous caller, your tipster, your snitch,
0: and some judge in a kangaroo court.
1: And that's what this will be. Saying, yeah, yeah, we we think he's bad enough. Yeah, you have proved your point. You 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 gave us this anonymous person who we don't know if they have a grudge against this person or or whatever. But uh, yeah, well, you can go ahead and, and run in there and you can SWAT that house. And if you need to kill anybody inside when you go in, I mean, try not to. But eh, if you need to kill some people, that helps with our depopulation agenda. And uh, and swipe up all their all their
0: property, their guns.
1: You know, this is why they come in the middle of the night. Or at daybreak. They're going to catch you when you're sleeping. They don't have any integrity. They have no honor. They're dishonorable, disgusting
0: individuals who engage in this. They are. And I've told you before and i told you
1: again, and I want to to end with this. I'm not concerned with Merrick Garland or Joe Biden so much. Or even these senators. I'm concerned with the guys, the pawns are going to use locally, i.e. your police force or your sheriff's department. I'm concerned with those guys who will believe that lie, won't uphold their oath, and come and attack you and your family. There is no thin blue line. I'm not interested in defunding the police. I'm interested in replacing the police with the people, the Constitutional Law Enforcers, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. I'm interested in us getting back to understanding we're the law. Under our Constitution, it's right there in there.
0: Police force? Not in the Constitution. It isn't. Go look and show it to me. It isn't there. The people are the law enforcement.
1: You want want real justice? You're the solution. You, everybody listen to me. You're, you're the solution. Can we bring in the police force? We've talked about this before. Can we, believe, can we meld the police force into the militia? Absolutely, because they're part of it. They're, they're the people, right? It's just we're not going to pay you to be police. You're going to do it because it's your duty. And we're going to incorporate you with the, with the people. Now there's no thin blue line. It's just the people against the tyrants. Period. Makes it real easy to understand. So I don't want any cops out there thinking I'm for cop killing or, you know, getting rid of cops in in the fashion that certain people talk about. I'm not. But I am for getting rid of the institution of (laughs) coppery, the police, and the people being the rightful law enforcers. I am for that. I really am. And I want the cops to be on our side with that. I want them to get out of this thing of us-them thing. I want it to be us. I want it to be us. And uh, if I can finish with this final thing, just remember in First Samuel, the people were terrorized by the Philistines. Why? Because they didn't have any weapons. The only people who had weapons were Saul and Jonathan. That's not very good in fighting an army,
0: is it? No, it ain't ain't very good. Ain't very good.
1: And Jesus encouraged his disciples to have weapons. Why? So they could take over the world with them? No, so they could defend themselves against those who were going to commit crimes against them. None of that went out of the the window. This is what disturbs me about people who only stay in the New Testament and they don't go back to the Old Testament. They say, oh, that was for Israel and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Read 1 Corinthians. Paul says, I believe it's 1 Corinthians 10, Paul says that everything that happened to Israel was for us, so that we would learn not to do what they did. Right? Well, if that's the case, everything that's written there, which Paul says is inspired, it is the Word of God, is useful for us for correction, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness.
0: Right? What about those passages that talk about actually fighting those enemies with real
1: weapons. Now, for the Christian, we know that our warfare is not, again, with carnal weapons. That's not what we deal with. We deal with spiritual weapons. The words of our mouth, the prayers that we have, the things that we do, those are our weapons. The sword
0: of the Spirit that we use on a day-to-day basis. But if I'm going to go out and fight a tyrant, I'm going to be using those weapons, don't get me wrong, but the
1: tyrant's going to have carnal weapons. And I see nothing in Scripture that says we cannot use carnal weapons to defend ourselves against tyrants. In fact, I see just the opposite. And we've got a
0: multitude of examples of men of faith in the Old Testament who did just that. They use those to defeat their enemies.
1: So with that said, I'm going to close out. I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I I think I know what we're going to go on, and that's going to be this, this report that's come out about the SBC. I, th- <sighs> Suzanne Hamner sent me the documents. They're quite lengthy. Guideposts, if you guys remember them, they're like a little publication or something. I haven't seen one in years. Um, But they did an investigation in the SBC with uh, sexual abuse. And some of this stuff rivals anything you'll see out of Rome. And I think that's because, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention has become politicized. It's no longer about honoring God. Um, You know, the Baptist faith and message statement is not really—it's a poor statement of faith, one— and uh, two, they don't uphold it. They don't hold anybody to it. I mean, it's not like you're getting kicked out. As long as you pay your, whatever it is, your, your entry fee of $400 or whatever it is a year, you can be part of the SBC and you can vote. Frankly,
0: I think the people in the SBC who are true Christians, regenerate Christians, should get out of it. It's apostate. It's become apostate. It's like Rome. It's become apostate,
1: get out of it. But uh, we'll take a look at some of those. Uh, there'll be a lot of reading because it's just there's. I, I went and looked at it last night. I got two documents. I don't know how hundreds of pages of sexual abuse allegations, naming names, people justifying it, and part of this will stem off of the interview we had with uh, uh, Carrie uh, Gordon uh, with enemies within the church. They really didn't. Tackle that part. They t- they turned on some. They they did point out some good points about things they were pointing. But hopefully, we'll take a look at that in the morning, and I'll share those with you in the archive in case you have not seen it. And uh, you'll be able to go. You know, if you're in the SBC, uh, if you've got a pastor who continues to preach the Word of God, then encourage him to get out of the SBC. Encourage your church to do that. But and I'm not saying leave that church. If you've got one that'll preach the Word of God, that's good by the way
0: the s b c well this first form they were reformed they were pro- they were real protestants they really were, but they've fallen,
1: and it's a it's a great fall to the point of apostasy and so um yeah i'll I'll try to bring you that in the morning. Uh, again, keep David in your prayers. We're going to try to maybe get him on next week. Uh, we're also going to see if we can bring Eric back on. Eric's got a lot of uh, guests, I think, who are doing some stuff there in the state of New York and around the country uh, that we're going to try to bring on, and we're going to try to bring Eric back on as well. And uh, so, But be in prayer for David as he kind of recuperates and, and things and uh, gets refreshed by the Lord. And uh, meet catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and then we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing, 6 a.m. See ya.